Everybody trying to weather the storm. Trust me when I say I've been there before. I had days when it didn't seem fair. He said the Lord was never too much to bear. Things I had to go through so I could get to know you. Cause when I know I can't do it on my own, you're the one that I am leaning on. All things work together for the good. And if you said it, then it must be true. So in the morning I pray, when I feel like I ain't gonna make it, that's when I pray. And now I know if it went in stronger, you still need to pray. The Lord hears you when you pray, and he responds when you pray. Lord, all I can do is pray. So much pain in the world, they've been taking our girls and enslaving a real talk. All the hate being spread and the blood being shed, I can feel that we need God. give it five minutes for people to join in the room. 
uh, if anyone is in the room and they feel that they're not allowed uh, to speak, you are allowed to speak. Um, it's no problem if you have something to say and someone else is talking, you can um, kindly leave a message in the chat area. Bear with me as I'm uh, preparing for the next uh, portion of the gathering uh, to see your message and you can definitely um, press the, the raised hand button at the bottom of the chat area if you can see it. Alrighty, I usually start off with prayer uh, to usher everybody in. So if everybody can agree with me, stand, stand and agree with me in prayer, that would be awesome. If you would just like to listen, that would be awesome as well. To all the replay listeners, thank you so much for listening and joining in. Good, good, great God. Thank you for your patience, forever keeping us near you. Those who know you and those who don't know you uh, that hasn't yet learned how close you really are, always there for us. For those people that are able to join the meeting tonight, Father, and those who are not able to join the meeting, but I ask that you speak to them one more time. Uh, give them the breath of life and let them know that we're here uh, to be a living sacrifice for your glory, for um, us to learn how to apply your word to our lives. It's very challenging at this time in our lives. Um, but as long as we have you with us, we can do all things. Uh, as everyone knows, if we trust in you, Father, it, we'll do better. And even when it seems like it's at the very, very end, somehow, some way, as we continue to seek you, you find a way to get a word to us. So take all the seeds that are planted tonight to take everybody to one step further, one step closer to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank God. Amen. You can type amen in the chat area or you can say amen yourself. Uh, so far, um, three people came in and left. <laughs> And that's okay because at least they click that button and that's all that matters to me. Um, I just want to share the Lord with everyone and share this life with everyone so that um, somebody can recognize their loss and be found. And those that are believers can join in with sharing their testimony uh, and reveal God's goodness. Alrighty, so I'm going to be coming in from Proverbs chapter five today. Today is October 5th. I uh, joined a challenge of reading Proverbs uh, 
October 1st through October 31st, which there are 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs. Um, it was a, an amazing connection uh, with uh, a young lady who's been in my Facebook for ooh, a pretty long time, and her name is Cassandra Rochelle. Uh, she is not able to be here tonight, but she sent the video to for me to uh, share on her page. So I'm just going to go straight into sharing her video with you guys. So let's see here. How was you guys' day today? Ma. Yes. Oh, okay. Hi. Hi. How was your day today? <laughs> Long. <laughs> uh, yep. Most definitely. And it just got longer. <laughs> but um, I made it through the day, so. Amen. Recognize that we made it, you know, that we can keep on going no matter what comes our way. Right. It's challenging every single day. And, you know, the elders taught a long, long time ago, you know, that the Lord is coming, the Lord is coming. And now that we're in the year and decade that we're in now, you know, we know He's coming. And we believe that it's any day now. And uh, we want to be on, whenever that time is, when he cracks the sky, you know, we want to be where he wants us to be. And as long as we continue in that, at coming as we are, we'll be fine. Right. We'll be fine. All right. So Cassandra Rochelle, uh, let's see here. She is, um, she has a, a couple nonprofit uh, programs. And um, again, her journey is amazing. I, I am going to be posting um, the meeting on last Friday because that was amazing. Um, she uh, basically is uh, restoring her relationship with the Lord, knowing him and, and pretty much, you know, walking away and you know i know about when you you allow things to distract you basically and uh she chooses not to be distracted anymore so uh god gave her this uh sharing and her life was twisted like yo um god is doing great things in her life uh, i hope that you guys um, get a word from the Lord in, in joining this challenge if you choose to. Um, it's a chapter every day, and it, it, it's in great alignment. So if you can take the time, no matter what time it is during that day, to pick one of those chapters on that particular day, that'd be great. 
Proverbs chapter 5. Listen, I did a sneak preview on chapter 5. Y'all, <laughs> it's something serious. I recognize my I recognize the woman that I used to be. You feel me? I say used to be. And so I thank God for salvation. Healing. It's there, it's available. And I'm gonna read this if it hit you, because it wasn't trying to miss you. You feel me? Just say out and say, Lord, I repent. I turn from my wicked ways and I turn my heart back to you. Through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, there's salvation, there's deliverance and restoration. It can only be found in him. All right, let's go. Let's get it. Chapter 5, the Proverbs. Avoid immoral women. My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Listen carefully to my wise counsel. Then you will show discernment and your lips will express what you've learned. For the lips of an immoral woman are as sweet as honey, and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is as bitter as poison and dangerous as a double-edged sword. Her feet go down to death, her steps lead straight to the grave. For she cares nothing about the path of life, she staggers down a crooked trail and doesn't realize it. So now, my son, listen to me. Never stray from what I am about to say. Stay away from her, exclamation point. Don't go near the door of her house, exclamation point. And if you do, you will lose your honor and you will lose to merciless people and all who and all that you have achieved, period. Strangers will consume your wealth and someone else will enjoy the fruit of your labor. In the end, you will groan in anguish with disease consumed your body. You will say, how I hated discipline. If only I had not ignored all the warnings. Oh, why didn't I listen to my teachers? Why didn't I pay attention to the instructors? I have come to the brick of utter ruin and now I must face public disgrace. Drink water from your own well. Share your love only with your wife. Why spill the water of your springs in the streets having sex with just anyone? You should reserve it for yourselves. Never share it with strangers. If your wife be a fountain of blessings for you, I'm sorry, I apologize. Let your wife be a fountain of blessing for you. Rejoice in the wife of your youth. She is a loving deer, a graceful doe. Let her breast satisfy you always. May you always be captivated by her love. Why be captivated, my son, by an immoral woman or fondle the breast of promiscuous women? For the Lord sees clearly what a man does and he examines every path that he takes. An evil man is held captive by his own sins. They are ropes that catch and hold him. He will die for lack of self-control. He will be lost because of his great foolishness my god listen that's what he said listen oh heavenly father in the name of jesus said the lips of an immoral woman as sweet as honey and her mouth is smoother than oil i just thank god that's all i can say that he delivered me and there's power when the blood through the power of the blood of jesus christ he can deliver you as well yes he can because he did it for me and so i just want to encourage you I don't know this sunlight. That's all right. Listen, get in the Bible. Get in the word of God. Let his word be a lamp unto your feet, a light unto his path. The entrance of his word gives light. And uh, I just thank God. Heavenly Father, just thank you, Lord. 
Let us have ears to hear, eyes to see, Lord God, the entrance of your word that gives light and that we will not able that we will be able to walk with you and not stumble in this dark evil time, Lord God. We turn our hearts back to you. We repent of our sin known and unknown. And Father, we want to be a vessel that you can feel in these last evil days. Bless the nation, God, to turn their hearts back to you as they do. Fill them with the power of the Holy Ghost. And Father, bring healing and restoration, salvation and deliverance to this land. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Be encouraged. Alrighty. Um, <laughs> the word is real. We have no idea what is going to happen within a 24 hour period. And that word is in your face. <laughs> That's what I call in your face. Like, you can't escape from that. Like, this 66 books in one book is amazing. And it gives us instruction of how to live our lives. For real. Being a uh, young couple, a newlywed couple, um, I know you guys are tested every day, uh, even before you guys even got married. Um, did this, this, did this word, you know, uh, resonate to you? Um, some of it definitely does but that was pretty much established before we got married um before we started dating uh it has to be established in yourselves first so when you do come together and you're talking about different things god's gonna show you where you mesh and where you don't and uh that subject we definitely meshed a lot on because he had his own set of standards and i definitely had my own set of standards um but then there's the general um belief in god that we had that has its own official set of standards um but to be honest, like the humans we are, we have flesh and we have made choices that we weren't always exactly proud of. Um, but it's definitely personal. And I feel like you can bounce back from those choices when you fall short you have to be real with yourself figure out why you fell short figure out what tempted you feel you know figure all those steps that led up to your final decision and then deal with the fact that you made that decision and also accept the fact that you're loved and that you can grow from it and do your best not to do that again uh, that's very, very powerful. You guys have even a young couple, you know what I mean? Some some people uh, in our world believe that the young don't know what they're talking about. And I disagree. I disagree strongly because they have experiences as well. You guys have experiences. 
and are able to articulate those experiences and be an example for others your age. And there's some out there that are examples for you guys. Oh, yeah. Um, people have asked us, you know, how do you abstain? Well, I know people have personally asked me. I don't know about you, husband, but people have definitely asked, like, how do you wait for marriage to have sex? You know, how do you know if the basically the intimacy or the sex is going to be good between each other? And I'm like, first of all, your focus is in the wrong area, okay? Like, that is a gift, you know what I'm saying? And it is also a reproductive system, okay? It is, um, in my particular opinion, an exercise <laughs> that you get to benefit from. So um, we're not worried about whether or not the sex is going to be good. I'm concerned about like when I'm 55, if I break a hip, is he gonna wash the dishes? Yeah. Is he gonna help me get out of the bed and put my clothes on? Is he gonna wash my face? Is he gonna help me brush my teeth? You know, like I'm looking at long term real life situations. You wanna make sure that you have a partner. Amen. Make sure that somebody has your back. Like you can develop intimacy, you can develop you know, um, a way of learning to sexually satisfy one another. You know what I'm saying? That definitely will come if you don't get it at first. It's a practice. It's all of it is a development. You have to learn it. Right. And you don't just come out the womb like, yeah, I know how to lay it down. Like, no, no. <laughs> Even the people who claim that they are the best in bed, you had to do a lot of work honey you practiced you studied a lot to figure that out so wow yeah. let me let me interrupt you there that that's profound what you just said like the world is set up for accepting the systematic strategic steps of the enemy to do the complete opposite of what god ordained mm -hmm. and those left behind who are like, okay, you know, um, I was taught by this elder, I was taught by that elder, and they've taken what they've taken out of whatever that elder has taught, but it comes back to the individual having a personal relationship with God, where you choose to hear his cry, to your call, to, to be called to him, you know, so that you can be able to d decipher right from wrong, and choosing holy and unholy. So all that time that that person was fornicating and exercising his, his or her right to um, sexual activity, uh, selfish pleasure, uh, me speaking from experience, being one of those people who at first didn't know, but then found out what I was doing was not correct and decided to make a choice to say, no, I'm not doing that anymore. Um, Again, I'm going to constantly encourage the both of you, you know, being, being the, the young married couple that you are and, and, and striving through what you have gone through uh, the, all these years, you know, and, and going on some more years, you know, in Jesus' name. Um, 
replay listeners, it is uh, 7.28 p.m., 28 minutes past the hour. I'm going to go ahead and play this song, and we're going to come back to this because this was not even, you know, in my, my script or plans. And as I've told all of you guys um, before, that you never know what's going to happen in this meeting. Uh, this is our house, which is God's house, and we're going to talk about whatever we need to talk about within um, this meeting so that we can apply it to our lives so that we can better, so we can grow and get closer to God and be the, the disciples and, and examples we're supposed to be for the unbeliever and to be able to encourage uh, the uh, believer. So we're going to go straight into uh, Beautiful by Mally Music. Go, go. All right. Put my lighter in the air, 
That was Mally Music with the title song, Beautiful. You are beautiful just as you are. God sees you as a white snow. Before you accept him and after you accept him. So once you tap in and get on board and realize that he's been there the whole time, looking at your wretched self as white as snow, it's an amazing experience that I want to uh, enjoy hearing that you had with him. So, oh my goodness. Come one, come all. Oh my gosh. Okay, so moving right along. I do not own the rights to any music playing, any books being read, nor the video played during the gathering. So, um, but the links, um, as usual, I'll provide them so that you can be able to go and find any of uh, what we shared on your own time. So uh, it is uh, 7.34 p.m., 34 minutes past the hour. Um, Mom, I missed what you said because I forgot my mic was muted. Oh, oh okay. You said you miss miss which part? I have no idea what you said. <laughs> oh. Okay, okay. Um, basically, I was, you know, giving the um, respect and honor to uh, the artists that uh, I will be sharing during the video um, and, and the gathering uh, to let everybody know I don't own the rights to any music played, any books being read, or video clips being shared. Uh, I will share the links um, where people can be able to go to them on their private time uh, alone. Uh, and that it was Mali music, and the song was called Beautiful. So the next, uh, the next video clip that I'm going to be sharing is um a young man by the name of robert Surlis. i might be pronouncing that wrong and forgive me for that um, um he he's he's a hero to me like he's amazing and um we never know what people are going through in their lives and and uh all the things that they have gone through to last another minute second hour month year we're all going through something. We're all fighting to, to live and, and try to be the best people that we could possibly be. So this young man's story is amazing. Okay, and here we go. Down Pike Street again, the same path he took before, still with the football, still with the long Apache hair. You've met this man before. Only the Ago, he was running down Pike, bounding with joy, stopping occasionally 
to howl. Robert was the guy who threw the football to anyone and everyone. It was his way of connecting to the people of his city, right. of breaking down barriers, and people loved him for it. Yeah, thanks, guys. Having a football thrown to you by Robert Searles has become a rite of passage in Seattle. It makes people smile. Last summer, he told me about the medicine of playing catch with strangers. If I see tension, you know, I try and break it with, you know, a good yell or a good throw. And just showing it, you know, breaks, it breaks up the monotony of the bad feelings that's going, whatever's going on. Robert brings a light with him, and he takes it all over Seattle. He's been doing it for 25 years. Our story about Robert was seen all over the world. It was watched more than two million times. But there is a meanness in our streets, too, a darkness that has gripped our city. I was just going into the lobby. 10 days ago, at Wintonia Community Housing, where Robert lives, something happened. So I go to the elevator right here. It's just about to push the button, and this guy comes in behind me, and he's yelling, six feet, six feet. I just pushed the button, turned around, started to say, I think we only have room for four feet. And before I could finish my sentence, he brought his hands up. The man had a knife, and he started stabbing. He stabbed Robert in the face. A long scar will never let him forget. He stabbed him on his head and in the throat and in the ribs. Do you think he wanted to kill you? Yeah, he did. Definitely. Because he came in hard and he came in fast and he wouldn't stop. How many times were you stabbed? I was stabbed 13 times. Robert defended himself. He was able to knock his assailant to the ground before help came. I fell on the floor and I noticed that my blood wasn't just dripping. It was like if you took a bucket of blood and was pouring it out. And so I grabbed my, they said, sit down in that chair over here. So I sat down and was holding my head. And then the fire department came in. He lost half of his blood, but no vital organs had been touched. Robert is a lucky, lucky man. I know I can't speak for the man. And I hold no animosity towards the man. And that's along, that goes along with everything that's happened in this situation, you know. That's what will carry me through for the rest of my days, you know. The meanness in our city and the darkness of our streets, maybe it too will pass. But one thing is for sure, Robert will pass yeah. as long as he's still standing, as long as he has a football. I asked him if what happened has changed his outlook, the way he looks at the world. I'm still talking to the man upstairs about that one, you know. Those are very, um, questions that can be answered right away, you know. I'm telling everybody, and it stands true to my death, that God wasn't about to let this man take my life, you know, or else he would have brought me home, you know. Do you still do your yell? I do, more so than ever, you know. That's to let God know I'm here still, and to thank him for keeping me alive, and I will still find out what, the, what his meaning that he wants me to do. Can I get you to give me one? <laughs> After talking to us, he walked away to throw his football and make smiles and cheer up his city. And suddenly, he could take it no more. 
and he broke into a run. And away he went. Seriously, that's a powerful, powerful story. And um, it amazes me how people, some people would look at him and be like, no, that, that happened to me, I'm never doing it again. And then it would also turn around and help and encourage someone to say, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna still believe, I'm gonna still fight. I'm going to still praise God no matter what. Um, I've been on a journey for many, many years, and every day that God breathes in me to give me another breath is another chance for me to say I won't give up, that I'm going to fight on, no matter how hard it is, no matter, you know, uh, how bad it smells, how bad it tastes. As long as I'm able to have God in my life, I can make it through anything, and so can you. It's 41 minutes past the hour at 7.41 p.m. Uh, did you guys um, enjoy that clip? It was very deep. Because yeah. I'm looking like, that's messed up. Like, that makes me violent. Right. <laughs> in my thoughts that you would do that to somebody. Mm -hmm. But that person is ill. Something's wrong with them. Right. So. Exactly. They're definitely under the influence of the enemy's whispers and, and chose to believe those whispers and act on those whispers because the enemy can't make us do anything. We agree with him and do the things that we decide to do. That man, that man being on camera saying what he said when the man asked him about if he was still, you know, how does he feel about God, you know, after this has happened and him being so real saying that that's something he's still working on, you know, and, and understanding that was so transparent. And if we all be like that, you know, uh, we'll learn more. We'll be able to show more. You know, uh, that's what I'm learning. All righty, I'm gonna go into the um, second, um, the second song, and uh, it's Corinne Hawthorne's um, new new album, uh, and it's called I Am. And she waited a couple years for to bring this album out. And I'm so glad. Like I wish every artist would take the time out to have an album to represent to us that they marinated on. You know, uh, the whole complete album is amazing. Uh, this particular song is called uh, Sunday. <laughs> Thank you. 
<laughs> All righty. Sunday. There's so many different religions that choose for Sunday to be the day that they worship. Then there's some that worship on Wednesday, some that worship on Saturday. Whichever day that last day is, the day of rest to that they feel that's time to worship God only. We can worship God every single day. We do not have to wait for one day to, to worship him. So that song is really powerful. That's uh, called Sunday by uh, Corinne Hawthorne on her new album, I Am. That's that. Ooh, that CD is cracking. It's one of those CDs where you can just put it in and play. Um, I apologize. You couldn't hear the song. Dang. Oh man. Oh man. I apologize for that. Can you can you hear me? Wow, bear with my humble beginnings, guys. Oh man. You oh you can hear me? Okay. But you couldn't hear the song. Wow. All right. I'm I'm working on it. Um it, it seems like in the live, um pe people might some people might hear the 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 song or the video, but then after they listen to the replay, they can hear it clear. And I thought that was kind of weird, but um, I am working on that. Uh, bear with me. Um, Why uh, use the tools that I have right now? Now um, I apologize that you didn't hear it. It sounded like white noise. That's messed up. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, we're. Uh, at 49 minutes past the hour, 7.49 p.m. Um, if you can hear me, I'm going to continue in with the devotional. Um, and I hope that doesn't deter you from coming to the meeting. Um, oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> I love you. Okay. At any time, replay listeners, if you're ever joining in uh, the meeting, if you have to leave, uh, all you have to do is just go ahead and click out. You can leave a message in the chat area. You know, say goodbye if you like. Um, uh, but I totally understand, you know, when you have to go, you have to go. So, but I hate to see you go, but I love it when you return. So I can't wait to hear from you again. Sleep well, daughter. <laughs> That's my sleepy head. She don't play about her sleep, okay? Alrighty. Um, we're going to go straight over into the devotional. Uh, it is coming from the title, You Don't Have to Live Like This. Okay? Um, I left a por portion of the, the um, devotion in the chat room area. Um, and you can read that at your leisure. If our toddler is throwing a fit in the grocery store, we correct him, redirect him, yet we have allowed our minds to have outright meltdowns with zero correction. We walk 
around acting as if we have no power over what we think about. Paul tells us that when we take captive our thoughts, we can wield our power for good and for God, slaying strongholds left and right. What incredible power is available to us every moment of every day. In Romans 8, 5, Paul said that those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. And that those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. I have read and reread this passage in the past months, mulling over how life would be if I could truly have a mind that dwells on the spirit, a mind that is full of life and peace, a mind that constantly thinks about God, who he is and what he wants from me. I so desperately want the perfect peace God promises when my mind is fixed on him. As I've been practicing taking every thought captive, shifting my thoughts has become more disciplined. This is a daily battle. I may not be doing it perfectly, but I have seen significant improvement. Based on Paul's writings long ago to the church in Rome, you and I can learn to mind our minds to the point that controlling our thoughts becomes reflective. Okay? An automatic, intuitive response. I want to be so well-versed in the patterns of thinking in line with the spirit that my default is not to rely on the flesh, but on the spirit in everything. This is the goal of our deliberate interruptions. We abruptly stop the crazy spirals of our minds as we practice the art of interruption. We're shifting to a whole new mindset, and with each shift, we will find ourselves growing more and more into the mind of Christ. Simple, simple prayer. Father, I set my mind on the things of the spirit. I set my mind on your peace. I pray to grow more and more in the mind of Christ. Amen. So replay listeners, listen. Take whichever part that you want to take from that and allow yourself to use that as God speaking to you. Because whatever portion came to you and you, you uh, got it and felt the, the excitement, that's a nudge. That's, a, that's God saying that what, what, whichever sentence that was, it grabbed you. So be encouraged knowing that you did hear you know, you, you, um, you uh, wanted to have a, a word from the Lord. So here speak to you. You just have to listen. Okay. Alrighty. So it's 7.54 PM. Um, normally, you know, the reading or the video or the song, it'll last from anywhere from a minute to uh, five minutes. Um, and if, if there are other people in the room we, we, and have questions, then we'll talk about it. Um, other than that, you know, I just go straight over on into the share. Um, 
and that's what I'm going to do now. So I'm going to go into sharing uh, a clip from Bishop Obey um, called The uh, Audacity of Persistence. And um, this is a powerful word. Again, I will keep, the, I'll keep posting the links in the chat area uh, where you will be able to go and listen at your own leisure. But I try to, you know, don't go over five minutes of each portion to share. Um, and I'm working on, you know, I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts and, you know, uh, I want to be as authentic as I possibly can be, um, as though as if you were sitting in my living room and were in front of me. I'm not perfect. And um, I've learned about when you respect your calling, when God calls you to do something and you want it to go a certain way, but the Holy Ghost, if you surrender to it, it's going to lead you and guide you to where it wants you to go. And uh, all you have to do is surrender to him and uh, allow him to take over. So sometimes it doesn't go my way and that's okay. So, all right, guys. Further challenge us to maximize what God has given us. And I want to talk about the audacity of persistence. Say that with me, the audacity of persistence. There's a very familiar passage of scripture that the apostle Paul left with us. And it's found in Philippians chapter 3. Somebody knows where I'm going already. Verses 13 and 14. Here's what you'll find. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are before. Here we go. I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God which is in Christ Jesus. You may be seated. Before we begin our little discussion this morning, I want to give you a couple of my, my definitions, my own uh, homegrown definitions of the key words of my subject, the audacity of persistence. My definition of the word audacity goes like this. Audacity is to be bold enough to disregard normal restraints. 
I'll, I'll repeat that, being bold enough to disregard normal restraints. Now, when you think about that definition, it sounds a little crazy. Because in every human life, there are human restraints. There are restraints sometimes that are imposed upon us by outward circumstances. But then there are sometimes restraints, uh, restraints imposed upon us by our surroundings. And my definition says that you need to be bold enough to disregard the restraints, whether they be internal or external. What are you talking about, preacher? I'm glad you asked. I'll break it down. Don't let anybody around you tell you what you can't do. You've got to have enough audacity to look that kind of person in the face and tell them, if you cannot make a positive deposit into my life, then you need to get out of my life. Am I talking to somebody? Because somebody in this room, somebody in high school, junior high school, somebody in college, somebody in grad school, somebody who's on a job has had people around you to try to intimidate you and hinder your progress by suggesting to you that there are certain parameters that you are not supposed to break out of. I pastored some people a while back, uh, Bishop, uh, Pastor, uh, that, that, that had, had a slogan. They, they called themselves crabs in a bucket. And what that meant was that every time one of them would try to climb up above the crowd, the rest of them would pull him back so that they would be all mediocre together. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're in that kind of crowd, you need to tell them, turn me loose, let me go. I don't belong here. God has invested much more in me that I have already used, and I've got to maximize what he put in me because God is not a wasteful God. If he had not intended for me to be better, he would not have given me the power that he gave me. So you've got to have the audacity to say to your crowd that I'm disregarding your negativity that you have placed into my life and I'm going to maximize my potential. Yeah, audacity. Audacity. Audacity is kind of a sassy attitude. It's, it's kind of an attitude that says, the old folk just say, I ain't studying about you. Yeah, it, it, it's that attitude that, yeah. that will say to your cousin Pookie and them that, that just because you are stuck in this rut and you made me feel like I belong in it with you, I am not studying about you. I'm going to rise above this. Do better and be better. Hallelujah, somebody. Audacity. The second word, second word. I said the audacity of persistence. So let's deal just a moment with the word persistence. Persistence is continuing to exist despite interference and opposition. 
continuing to dis exist despite uh, interference and <laughs> oh my goodness that is so powerful I, I can just go on and go on and go on you will be able to click on the link on your own time I'm telling you it is a good teaching it is a real teaching uh, it basically down to earth breaking it down to let you know that with God, everything is possible. Don't let no one change your mind about that. Seriously. Um, it is 8.04, four minutes after the hour. We're supposed to be shutting it down. Um, but I'm going to end with... Um, guys, you need to get this album. For real. Um, um, it's, the album is called I Am... It's by Corinne Hawthorne. And guys, I'm talking about from start to finish. You will enjoy yourself, for real. This is the song uh, by her and uh, Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan McWilliams. We started off as close friends. Where do I begin? We were moving on too fast. Falling deep in. You know we had a good run But everything must change Cause you ain't been so good for my energy So I'ma have to walk away I know that no one's perfect really But I value all my time Not to say that you ain't worthy But I really can't play with mine So I gotta hold on Stay just close friends Beginning of the end Maybe I made too many keys to my heart And I let the wrong one in See you don't want no one to hold you back If that's what it is then I'll leave you And you don't want no regrets I don't want them either So I know that no one's perfect really But I value all my time Not to say that you ain't worth Remember this, always keep your peace first, peace first, peace first. Yeah, see, here's the thing about it. 
Title I Am. The song title is Peace featuring Jonathan Reynolds. Amazing duet. Simple, simple bass line. Oh my goodness. I know it sounds pretty loud in the car, and I will definitely be bumping this. So I hope you enjoyed this time of sharing the Lord's word, the Lord's seeds, the Lord's examples. You are God's baby, and so am I. I love you, but God loves you most. So I hope, again, that you enjoyed it. I hope you return and listen to more. I hope you write in the comments and give me all kinds of ideas that you want to talk about. Uh, if you can send me videos that you want me to share, that will be awesome. It takes a village. That's what the community is. I can't do it all by myself. All right, guys. Take care. I will talk to you soon, read you soon, or hear you soon. <laughs>